Hey, this is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, and today we're going to be talking about psychedelics. People comment on my YouTube videos about nootropics here frequently, asking me, Jonathan, what about psychedelics? Are psychedelics nootropics? And psychedelics have become extremely fashionable. It seems like almost everybody online is talking about psychedelics and how great they are. I recently completed a real deep dive article getting into the research on psychedelics, looking at some of the real recent studies that have been coming out about them. And I'm going to go against the grain of what is becoming so fashionable about psychedelics online right now. Not just because I'm an arbitrary contrarian, but because I actually think there's some real problematic things about psychedelics that are undiscussed and that the gurus aren't telling you. I'm going to make the case here that psychedelics are, at best, pretty mediocre tools for personal transformation. probably heard about them quite a bit and are curious if a psychedelic trip or ceremony could be a shortcut to mental health or transformative personal development. I remain a bit skeptical of psychedelics as a true tool for overcoming depression and personal development because that effect from them is so inconsistent. Sometimes people do have an amazingly transformative experience and gain some deep insight, but a lot of times it's just a recreational experience and there's a chance of a terrifying, traumatic, bad trip resulting in what is called hallucinogen persisting perception disorder. People have asked me, Jonathan, I've heard all these fantastic stories of people doing psychedelics and how they changed their outlook on life or how they helped them to get over their addictions. Are psychedelics nootropics? So I have not researched psychedelics as thoroughly as I have the nootropics that I've devoted about eight years to now, reading the books on them, doing tons of personal experimentation on them, talking to hundreds of different biohackers out there, really trying to get a, a pulse on this uh, exciting uh, way of pharmacologically empowering ourselves. But I have done a perusal of the state-of-the-art research into psychedelics and the human trials on them. And based upon what I've seen so far, I'm gonna say, no, they're not nootropics. There's this rather terrifying phenomena of hallucinogen perception persisting disorder, which means that the auditory and the visual hallucinations will persist 
for days, weeks, and sometimes even longer after a psychedelic experience. And this is not just something that, that, that happens to hardcore psychonauts that are doing excessive amounts of drugs and having jarring bad trips. This is something that can actually result after just a single psychedelic use. There are over 40 science papers, which I'll link to, documenting HPPD. So it's not exactly a fringe phenomena. I spent hours and hours and hours watching a bunch of different YouTube videos out there, listening to people's trip reports, and I especially focused on the bad trips because I wanted to see how many people were experiencing the symptoms of the HPPD. And a lot of people recognize it. A lot of people start having these symptoms and they get really frustrated with them because, hey, hallucinations, having your reality broken, that's pretty annoying, right? So a lot of people will go out there and search and figure out that they have HPPD. But a lot of people who just have bad trips are reporting all of these same symptoms as well. And I'll share with you what people are saying about it. It sounds like it manifests most frequently as floaters in your vision, which is like points of light or nebulous shapes appearing in your vision. Visual snow is reported, which is when your vision is kind of just low resolution. After images are also common, which is like seeing a trailing image of your glowing smartphone screen or television screen when you look away or move your phone. It's probably not going to manifest as demons stalking you in the bathroom while you're brushing your teeth at night. Although some report seeing psychedelic entities in their peripheral vision even when they are totally sober, which sounds totally creepy. There are a few terrifying cases of people whose experience of reality is totally broken by HPPD. They still hear voices and see weird things weeks or months after using psychedelics, and sometimes they can't even tell the difference between waking life and dreaming life. Anxiety is something that those with HPPD really suffer from. They are chronically nervous about life and themselves. There seems to be some connection between HPPD and depersonalization. This is a psychological condition when you have an overwhelming feeling of disconnection from your life and family. It just doesn't feel like anything is real anymore. And social anxiety is also commonly reported. Many report that they are uncomfortable looking other people in the eyes. Low-level paranoia seems to be something they suffer from, constantly worrying that the people around them understand how disconnected they are from reality. It results from classic psychedelics like LSD and DMT, of course, but also from MDMA. It seems to happen more frequently after multiple it's more frequent among chronic users of psychedelics. 
here's an observation. Watching these vlogs of guys talking about their HPPD, and it's always guys, it's painfully obvious that these guys are real idiots. This makes me suspicious that the HPPD or the use, the chronic use of psychedelics, the abuse of psychedelics, may be something that negatively affects intelligence or at least verbal intelligence. But I'm not sure if this is a case of causation or correlation. Is it that these guys were idiots to begin with and the HPPD has broken what was in the first place a loose connection to reality? Or is it that the psychedelics are actually negatively affecting their intelligence itself? We know that trauma has a really negative effect on our minds, on our intelligence, and HPPD is kind of a fancy acronym for the trauma that is often caused by a, by a bad trip. So that's something to really think about. If you're a biohacker that is interested in being as intelligent as possible, there's quite a downside to psychedelics. One thing that makes me a bit angry is that Joe Rogan never talks about HPPD. I have listened to the Joe Rogan experience for years and years and years. I've probably spent hundreds of hours of my life listening to him. And I'm sure that was something that somewhat inspired me to try ayahuasca myself. And while Joe Rogan enthusiastically promotes and praises psychedelics in nearly every single episode of his podcast, the most, pod, most popular podcast in the world, he never talks about HPPD. I'll share a personal anecdote. I did a 15-hour ayahuasca ceremony myself a few years back in the Andes Mountains in Colombia, and I found the experience, the psychedelic experience, totally underwhelming. I'm looking a little bit uh, zombie-like this morning, I'm sure, because I have not slept at all tonight. I'm actually at this moment, emerging from a ayahuasca ceremony here in this really beautiful territory of Antioquia, a little town called Santa Elena. And this is my first time doing a ayahuasca tour. Actually, I think this is my... I was hoping for some great insight into the challenges I faced and my inner battles. Despite my openness to an epiphany and proper preparation for the experience abstaining from alcohol and strong food for about a week before the ceremony, it was a totally non-transformative event. Now, don't get me wrong, I thoroughly enjoyed the music, dancing, discussion, and fellowship of the event, but I experienced nothing inspirational, divine, or metaphysical. 
after drinking two cups of ayahuasca, I just meditated by a fire under the stars for a few hours until the sun came up, which was certainly special, but I think I could have gotten a whole lot more transformation bang for my self-exploration buck if I had instead spent that time journaling, doing talk therapy with a professional, or just hitting the gym. I lived for several years in South America and I knew a lot of people who experimented with and used psychedelics. A few of them grew personally as a result of using psychedelics, but most of these people were honestly just lazy losers, alcoholics and drug addicts who fooled themselves that they were doing something meaningful with their lives by drifting aimlessly around underdeveloped countries. The only epiphany that they ever had as a result of doing psychedelics was that they should do more psychedelics. There's also some risk in the psychedelic ceremonies themselves. There was this very free-spirited woman that I met years ago in South America, and I was really saddened to learn that she was actually uh, heinously attacked and murdered during a ceremony in Ecuador. And this is not an isolated incident. Every year there are a handful of psychedelics tourists that die during ceremonies in dangerous, underdeveloped countries. And you can find examples out there of pseudo-spiritual psychedelics gurus that abuse their followers while they are under the influence of drugs.